How to Protect Yourself from Ambush Managers by Edward Diftity In the Startup You suddenly get an invitation to your manager's office for an unscheduled meeting. You suddenly get an invitation to your manager's office for an unscheduled meeting. You walk into the room and see a human resources representative already seated. You sit down and your manager starts the meeting by explaining that the HR representative is here as a witness or a referee or to represent the interests of the company. Uh-oh, sounds like a serious case of ambush management. If my suspicion is right, your future career could be in for a significant correction. So, what should you do next? Ambush management, up close and personal. In 1999, I was a new employee working in the back office of a mutual fund processing office in Vancouver. I'd previously worked for a major hotel chain, so I quickly discovered I had, in my personal opinion, significantly superior customer service skills than my peers working alongside me in the back office. For example, I was used to handling ridiculous or inappropriate customer complaints, if you've ever worked in a hotel, you know what I mean. If my colleagues received an angry email or voicemail from a mutual fund advisor, they tended to avoid direct confrontation and would email responses back. I made a point of always calling the advisor directly, no matter how angry the advisor sounded on voicemail and no matter how insane the email read. I would start the conversation on a positive note by asking about the advisor's kids, or wife, or how their weekend went, or whatever would shift the advisor's focus before asking calmly and directly about the problem they needed solving. It's hard to be angry with a friend and this tactic usually disarmed an advisor enough to be constructive. However, if advisors were particularly aggressive, I'd say, help me help you. I can't fix this issue if we don't work together on this. The bottom line, I was a good communicator, I was good at my job, and I thought everyone knew it, big mistake. One day out of the blue, Jerry called me into his office. He asked me to take a seat and then calmly said, hey, I got a call from Michael. He said we'd better pay you more or he might hire you. Why do you hate working here? If you don't like it, why don't you leave? Gaslighting at work. Lessons from the hashtag MeToo movement link.medium.com I was stunned, confused, and angry. What the hell was Jerry talking about? Frequently, advisors had called me to personally thank me for help on a difficult problem. I'd received notes and thank you cards from my customers that I had foolishly left on my desk for a week and then thrown away, rather than insist they go into my personnel file. I can't remember what I stammered in reply. I left Jerry's office in a daze, humiliated, lost for words, and visibly upset, just as Jerry had planned. I had a terrible weekend stewing about the meeting with Jerry but by Monday morning, I thought I had a pretty good plan to fix the situation. I asked Jerry for a meeting. In a calm but firm tone, I explained I had never complained to anyone about my job and in fact, I had received many compliments from the mutual fund advisors I had worked with. Jerry's response? Dripping with sarcasm, well, if that's true, I apologize. My brain after hearing Jerry's response, giffy. I sat in stunned silence for a couple of seconds, stood up and walked out of Jerry's office totally defeated. I had foolishly taken the bait and I had lost. The damage had been done. Going forward I put all new positive feedback from customers in my personnel file but I never really recovered from this incident because I hadn't prepared myself emotionally and I hadn't prepared myself with facts before getting ambushed. Why didn't I have testimonials ready? Why didn't I calmly say, Thank you for bringing this misunderstanding to my attention Jerry. 
I'm glad you're giving me an opportunity to defend myself. Actually, a lot of our customers probably wanted to hire me Jerry. I get positive feedback all the time. Why don't you take a look at my personnel file? Hey Jerry, why don't we get Michael on speakerphone right now? I'm sure he will confirm I've never asked him for a job or complained about my current working conditions. Opportunity missed. Have a plan. In my experience as a communication coach, there are usually a number of warning signs things are going wrong before getting pulled into a meeting or a regularly scheduled review. However, I've listened to many upset employees I've coached over the years, bitterly complaining about how they were ambushed by their supervisor. When you get ambushed, I acknowledge, it's impossible to have all the right answers to defend yourself. However, it's critical to calmly and competently nip the accusation in the bud by being as prepared as possible for an office ambush before the ambush happens. That's the point of ambush management. Lazy or unethical managers ambush employees because they don't want you to defend yourself competently. They want you to lash out, get emotional, say something stupid, or walk out of the office with your tail between your legs. If you fall for this trap, it's so hard to correct the damage done to your reputation and to your psychological condition. Tips for handling an office ambush in a more productive way. Stay calm. Don't react to personal attacks. Carefully control your nonverbal message. Control your tone of voice, control your facial expressions, control your posture. You want to look calm, relaxed and under control. Be very careful. Listen carefully to what is being said to you so you clearly understand the accusation being leveled at you. Repeat the accusation back to confirm you understand it correctly and to give yourself a couple of seconds to consider a response. As confidently and calmly as you can, express your sincere appreciation for the feedback from your supervisor. Explain how you will try to use the feedback to improve your performance. Remember, you want to demonstrate that you are a team player and that you can take constructive criticism without lashing out emotionally. Push back against any criticism that you think is overly exaggerated or unfair but don't lose your cool. It's important you don't allow your reputation to be seriously damaged by unfair or untrue accusations, but it's equally important you demonstrate your willingness to learn and improve. Here's the toughest part, as sincerely as you can, thank your supervisor for his slash her feedback and encourage your supervisor to share feedback in the future. The bottom line, if you do get ambushed by a supervisor, you absolutely must protect your dignity. You might be raging inside but make sure you walk out of the meeting looking as calm and as confident as you can. Remember, an ambush manager wants you to lose control. That's the whole point of ambushing you. Protect your reputation. Don't complain to your coworkers about the meeting. You don't want people thinking you can handle feedback like an adult and you definitely don't want complaints to get leaked back to your supervisor. An ambush manager wants you to create drama that they can weaponize against you. Protect your job. Before you act or speak, always remember the unspoken message you are trying to send, you don't want to get rid of me because I'm a team player. If you need time, tell your supervisor you can't answer their accusation immediately. Tell them you'll answer the accusation after you've had time to reflect on the issue. If the accusation is really serious, insist on recording the conversation, or ask for a union representative or an independent third-party witness to be present so you don't get into a who's telling the truth situation you can't win. Correct the record. Never leave an unfair accusation against you to stand uncorrected. You may not feel it's worth it or maybe you feel too scared or intimidated to fight back. 
I completely understand but allowing someone to tarnish your reputation unfairly is so much harder to fix over time than going through the discomfort of challenging the accusation and correcting the record immediately. I'm Edward Alexander Iftidi, founder of Edward Alexander Consulting and author of Surviving Work. www.businesscommunicationcoaching.com